Welcome to TalkErie.com's Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast. Every day, we tackle the biggest issues that the Erie, PA region faces. Stay informed and involved as we advance the narrative of Erie. Now, here's Joel Natale. To do baseball, we've got to talk to Greg Gagne. He is the Assistant General Manager for the Erie Seawolves. How you doing, Greg? I'm doing well. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm following royalty with that uh, John Stalen promo that happened before I came on the air. I mean, wow, you, you got the A lineup today. I I, def, I always love when he's uh, talking about winter weather. He, he's he's the best. All right, so e, we this mild winter actually has been very helpful for UPMC Park. So can you start from the beginning of what they have, uh, what has been happening to the park since, um, since the last game of the season last year? Well, I, I think the safest thing to say is that when fans walk into UPMC Park this season, it's going to be a completely different experience for everyone. I mean, the only thing you're going to recognize are the existing seats. Everything else has been gutted and is in the process of being rebuilt, redone, remodeled. Um, so it's going to be a brand new ballpark uh, come this summertime, and we're really excited about it. They broke ground uh, on our new left field uh, entrance building in October. Um, the mild winter has helped tremendously, um, and they are ahead of schedule in several places. Other areas, not as much as they've been able to focus on areas they didn't think they were going to be able to focus on this time of year. Um, so the building is actually going to get fireproofed, I believe, in the next couple days. Uh, then they've already started on brickwork on it. Uh, I was actually up in the stadium club earlier this week, and it is just a breathtaking view of the field. Um, It's a game-changing facility for us. Um, And I think we've touched on this before, Joel, where, you know, we've had to operate under the confines of basically March through end of September. We really couldn't hold events. Uh, With this stadium club that's going to fit up to 230 people, uh, it's going to be the newest event space in downtown Erie. Uh, it's going to be great for booking anything from, you know, corporate meetings to you could put your bachelor party there. You could have a banquet in that space. Uh, so it's a good size space. And as I said, you know, 230 people uh, and, and it's interchangeable. If you want to just have a casual party, we could do that. If you want more of a sit down atmosphere, we could do that. Um, so it, it, it's a game changer for us. And look, the end, at the end of the day, we're, we're in the business of helping to uh, improve the life in downtown Erie. And if we can book another, you know, say 50 events over the winter time, that's 50 events that are going to bring more people into the downtown area, and they're spending money downtown, helping out other downtown businesses, and that's that's really one of our main goals and objectives in this whole project is to make this a year-round facility, uh, and uh, and we're in the process of doing that. All right, let's let's uh, kind of visualize this for the listener here. That stadium club is right down the third base line. Is it right. is it a thing that some somebody would book for each game, or uh, or is or are there going to be parties there, or do you do you join the club? How does it work, Greg? So we're we're still in the process of kind of figuring that out. Um, I, my hunches will end up somewhere in the in, in the space of a of a group outing at, at area. Uh, when it's all said and done, um, because it's going to be our largest group space. You know, we have a lot of companies in the past that we've had to turn away uh, because we haven't had space. You know, if you wanted to bring out a group of, say, 100 people and you wanted to do something indoors, we didn't have an area for you. Um, so in addition to that, we also have a 40-person home plate suite that uh, we have built this off season. So, you know, before the max we could fit in a suite was 20 people. Now we have options for the group of 20, the group of 40, and now the group of up to 200 
Um, wow. And so you know, programming on that is it, a little up in the air. We're, we're still working out the kinks on that. Um, but again, it's going to be a, a, a group. T- we know it's going to be a group ticket space and then how we integrate, um, you know, the fan coming to the ballpark that wants that upgraded experience. We still have to, to work on that. But, you know, it's been a lot of conversations with other teams that have stadium clubs. Um, and you mentioned visualizing it right now. It, it's basically in the left field corner. So if you picture the corner of Erie Insurance Arena, it's actually attached to the arena. So when you walk out of our stadium club, you'll walk right into the Erie Insurance Arena uh, club level. Um, so it'll be all connected into one. Um, and so that's the, that's the top level of that building. Uh, the, the second floor is the Erie Otters administrative offices and team store. Um, and right now the Otters are working off of an, out of an office on the corner of Holland and, uh, and 8th Street. Um, real not conducive because they're away from all the hub of their action. So they'll be in there. And then the first floor is going to be our new administrative offices. Um, our ticket office will move there once that building opens up. And then our brand-new team store, which is about 2,000 square feet. And to, to put that into perspective, the, the team store that we were operating out of, we, we had to basically build it out every night. We had a cubby on the concourse that we would build out. We probably had at most about 200 square feet. Mm. Um, so you could see the difference in the square footage of, of, of the shopping experience of fans in a climate-controlled area. Uh, and then I think you know one of the other exciting parts is, is that that's going to be the new stadium entrance. Uh, so once that space is completed, um, fans will enter the ballpark on 9th Street, uh, and that's where you'll go in and you walk into the ballpark, you see the field, and it's 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 uh, aesthetically it's it's really cool. Yeah, it, it really is amazing. And and you're saying that that uh, that pro shop or that uh, uh, what what's the name of the store again? I'm sorry. Just the, the team store. The team store that's going to be open uh, 12 months out of the year. So. You know, you're going to decorate it for Christmas, and people are going to be able to buy Christmas gifts, uh, you know, in December, right? Yeah, absolutely, and, that, and that's the thing. You know, we were the only team in all of AA baseball that didn't have a walk-in climate-controlled team store uh, until this season. Uh, and it's a game-changer. You know, that we, we have fans that want to shop year-round. Uh, they'll come down to the ballpark, and we basically have carved out a little area in our office where we, um, you know, sell T-shirts and, and hoodies and hats and that, things like that in, in the holidays. Uh, but it's not a real shopping experience for people. And this is, you know, it, it's a great amenity for fans who want to come down. And it's a, a store that's going to be open year-round. And it's something we've never had before. Talking to Greg Genya from the Erie Seawolves. Talk about, like, the basics here. So, like, concessions and restrooms. Some of that stuff hasn't been touched since the, the stadium was built. Yeah, absolutely. All the bathrooms were gutted. Um, and I, I actually, you know, I never thought I'd get excited when I heard a, a shipment of 100 toilets was driving <laughs> the ballpark. Um, but, you know, that, that, that's – everything is new. And, and you know, the, I walked into one of the bathrooms today, and you see boxes of toilets. There will be new partitions. Uh, everything's been painted. There's going to be new lighting in the restrooms. Um, the concession stands, the way the ballpark was originally built, it, it wasn't real conducive to uh, to the food and beverage operation. We had no real commissary to cook. We were kind of just uh, cooking in, in, in any space you can find. And, and so now it really streamlines the concession operation quite a bit. Um, and so all that is uh, all that is brand new. We actually also have uh, converted the old area where the team store used to be. Uh, that's going to be a dessert destination. We used oh. to serve um, all of our ice cream and uh, funnel cakes and the like. That was on down the left field line out of a tent. Uh, and now we actually have a home where we can serve ice cream out of, which is you know, it, it's just it's it's a game changer for the fan and for us operating the facility. 
Are are they are they doing um, other work like on the innards? You know, like um, I remember, you know, there there were just issues with plumbing. You couldn't get hot water coming out of a spigot and and uh, and so on. I mean, ha- have they been doing some of that infrastructure stuff to the stadium as they well? Have, yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, sealing of joints that you know had had just eroded over time and and had leaked. They they have fixed that kind of stuff. Hot water uh, into the restrooms. Um, you know, you, you name it, they've done it and, and it's, uh, it's been fun to watch. And, you know, like I said, I think fans are going to be pleasantly surprised when they come out here because, you know, you, you drive by and you don't really know what to expect. Uh, and then when you actually get in here, I, I took a client, um, out into the ballpark earlier today and she was uh, like jaw dropping how impressed she was with the, with the facility. Wow. Uh, the, oh, you know, the, the, Which reminds what, me, you need to come down here to take a tour. Yeah, so. I, 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 I want to, yes. I, I need to come down and start and, and to do some pictures and talk to some of the folks. The, um, the, the, the key to part of the conversation about the minor leagues in general is that there are many fields and uh, facilities that, uh, you know, have not had the, the reinvestment. Sure. Erie is turning that story on its head. Um, talk about that. I mean, because we've already spent a half a million dollars on the field itself. Yeah, yeah. We've been making the investments that that Major League Baseball wants to see, um, and you know, I, I think word has gotten to them at this point of what's going on in Erie. Um, you know, we, we keep telling people that you know these negotiations are going to drag out, but. Um, you know, look, there's a lot on the line here for a lot of entities, Major League Baseball, Minor League Baseball, the operators of these teams, the owners of these teams, the employees of these teams. Um, and, you know, when, when that, that initial uh, report came out back in, back in, I think it was early November, late October, uh, we were all just kind of demoralized, uh, if I'm being honest. And it was like, you know, we're, we're doing the right things. And so um, it, it has been tireless efforts by you know by fernando aguirre by myself by greg coleman um you know meetings with major league baseball minor league baseball congress uh the detroit tigers um and so we are we are getting to the point where we feel pretty good right now and you know you're never going to feel a hundred percent until you see a brand new revised list that says hey no teams are eliminated or you know your team is off the list um, but I will say that you know, with what we've got going on right now, we're in a uh, in a pretty good position. And 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 to be fair, th- there needed to be some there needs to be some upgrades across the board. You know, um, people needed to uh, do some um, some reinvestment, especially in the players. And one of the articles that I'm looking at here is, uh, and I think you would agree. I think you even mentioned it that minor league players do deserve more revenue. They do deserve more income. Absolutely. I, I think we are all aligned on, on the fact that the minor league players need to get paid more. I mean, it, you know, th- this, is a, this is a full-time job for those guys, and it's been not treated as such over time. Uh, and I, I know that there are a lot of people working towards that right now, and I, I think we were all in agreement on all sides that the minor leaguers need to get paid more. Um, I, I don't think that's ever been in dispute, and I, I think it's the right move. Um, and, and, you know, look, you, you, what, what you hate to see is a guy who's got talent but he can't afford to pay his bills and, and he has to end up retiring from baseball to get a real job because he can't afford to play. And you never want to see that. And, and we've seen that happen to too many guys over the years. Uh, and so I, I think that really 
Um, it, it's a long time coming, and you've seen some organizations be proactive. I think the Blue Jays last year uh, increased salaries for their minor league players, but now it's going to be across the board when this is all said and done. And that's a good thing for the game of baseball because the more people playing baseball or the more people you know, reaching out into the communities and cultivating young baseball fans, cultivating young baseball players, and quite frankly, the more people playing the game or more people at the major league level who are going to buy tickets in 20 years when they grow up. All right, let's let's talk baseball for a second here. Yeah. You talk Tigers, talk winter meetings, talk uh, what's happening down. Uh, I guess where where are the Tigers? They're in Arizona, right? They're they're in Lakeland, Florida. They're in Florida. Okay, so what's going on? You know, I mean, we we had all those aces last year. You know, Alex yeah. Fayedo, and you know, uh, talk about what what you, what you're what you're excited about. I think I'm excited overall of the Tigers' rebuild. I, you know, there's a kid, Riley Green. I don't know if we're going to see him here this season. He'll probably start in Lakeland in A-ball. Um, but he was their first-round pick a season ago and is having a tremendous spring training, and, and, and spring training has just started. Uh, they have a plethora of arms, uh, and I think it's really going to depend who makes the big league club, what the trickle-down effect is going to be. Um, but the Tigers have made investments in drafting and in analytics and player development. Um, you know, you you, you have to look no farther than uh, the fact that they've hired so many people to be developmental guys for the minor leagues. And mm. they're, they're all in on this, and uh, it's exciting to see. But Riley Green's a name to watch. Um, you know, with, with, the, with the stud pitchers, it, it's going to be interesting to see who starts where. I don't think anybody has a clue right now because you still have guys like Bo Burrows and Kyle Funkhauser who are hanging out there. Uh, are they going to start in Toledo? Is a guy like Bo going to make it to the big leagues? Uh, how long until, you know, Casey Myers goes to Toledo and succeeds? Will he go up to the big leagues? If Casey Myers stays in Toledo, who stays in Erie uh, because there's no spot in Toledo? Uh, so it's a lot of juggling right now. And uh, a lot of the guys have reported uh, to major league camp, but the minor leaguers have not all reported yet. Um, and so right now you have the cream of the crop in spring training, and then everybody else starts to trickle in when all the minor leaguers report. And there's always surprises every year. You know, there are guys we think that are pegged for Toledo that'll end up here and vice versa. Uh, so, you know, in probably I'd say about 20 days, we'll have a better idea of what the roster is going to look like. I, I don't think we're going to have the talent on the pitching side that we had last year. Um, but there's some offensive guys coming up. Uh, I think his name is Bradley Policelli, who's a catcher who's coming up that uh, a lot of people are high on. So, uh, you know, in the middle of a rebuild, you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. But, uh, but I, I think that, you know, overall the Tigers are, are starting to turn that corner where, you know, you can remember back, you know, six, seven, eight years ago where the, the cupboards were bare in the minor mm, leagues. And they mm. were going out signing minor league free agents just to fill a roster at the AA level. And you're not at that point anymore, and you actually have homegrown talent. And, that, and that's exciting for fans to see. Yeah, I mean, again, we got really spoiled with our pitching oh, last absolutely. year. Oh, my gosh. Um, all right, let's pivot to the business side of things here uh, because we are having baseball in 2020 here at UPMC Park, and there's a lot of ways for fans to have fun and for corporations to extend their brand. Talk about that. Yeah, you know, I, first off, I, you, you hit on a, a very important thing. You know, we do a lot of community appearances, and, and the one question that keeps coming up is, well, are you going to have a team in 2020? That, that is non-negotiable. The Seawolves are playing, and opening day is April 16th. So there, there, is, there is nothing to worry about for this year, and quite frankly, we, we don't think there's a whole lot to worry about with the future, but that's still to be told, um, and, and we're working towards that goal. But as far as, as this season, it is play on. Um, and, you know, you brought up uh, another good point with, with corporate partnerships and, and, and hospitality. 
Um, you know, we, uh, I mentioned the, uh, the stadium club that's going to be coming online probably uh, late June. That'll open up. Uh, we're, we're still kind of waiting to see how the weather continues to cooperate with us on that. Um, but, you know, things like, uh, like suites, our suites seat 20 people. They are fully renovated. We've extended the patios on those. Uh, our home plate super suite, which is a brand new offering this year, fits 40 people in it. Uh, it's got an outdoor patio, and it's a tremendous. I mean, it, it's it's probably one of the things we're most excited for because we have not had that space, like I said, beyond 20 people uh, for for a suite offering. Um, you know, we have our traditional group offerings and, and and ticket packages, and then as far as corporate partnerships go, um, you know, the one thing we've uh, we've said to our, our current partners and and every partner we're reaching out to is. Now's the time to jump on board with the Seawolves. Um, you know, we have a, a brand new ballpark that we're opening up this season, uh, and it, it's a downtown destination. I mean, where else in Erie do you get the volume of people coming out to a single venue over the course of five months during the summertime? I mean, it's, it's, it's a place to be if you're a business. We've had great track records with our partners, uh, and that's why you see a lot of the same partners out here year after year after year after year because they see the value uh, in partnering with uh, with the baseball team and you know sports partnerships are a big industry and it, there is so much value in that and it's it's great because i love when i go into a meeting with one of our partners and they said you know what i watch the news every night and i see my outfield sign on there just about every night yeah and that's a success story when you see things like that and we measure things like that for our partners of, of, of what your sign is worth when you have a sign on the outfield wall and how much media publicity do you get on our local stations um, and, and so it's, it's, we value our corporate partners. You can never have too many. <laughs> that's, that, that's the obvious thing to say. Um, but yeah, we, uh, I would encourage people that if you own a business, uh, or, or you're a high level person at a local business, then consider, consider marketing with the Seawolves because we have a great track record of, of, of 25 years of sustained success. Uh, and, uh, and Hey, give us a call and, and we are absolutely more than happy to sit down with you and discuss some options of how to get your branding out. Has that brand new million dollar scoreboard opened some things up for you as well? It has. Um, you know, it, it has opened up not only on the on the business side, but uh, extra events. We, uh, you know, we we struggled in the past to host things like movie. Com- we we we've done community movie nights. Uh, yeah, the Boy Scouts, and yeah, 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 absolutely. And and when we brought that back last year. Uh, we had one at the end of the season. Um, Erie Federal Credit Union was the presenting sponsor of that one, uh, and we did a community movie night. And you come out and you sit in the outfield and watch a movie with the family. Uh, it, it's such a unique experience. So we're looking to do more events like that um, with the scoreboard. And then obviously when you have more real estate, that, that helps tremendously from a business side of things as well. Um, you know, sponsors, not, not that they didn't like our old board, but when you have your logo in crystal clear high definition, uh, <laughs> that, that's, that's a, pretty cool, uh, a pretty cool thing for any of our partners. I'm I am amazed at you know and again I've been I, you know I've been going to minor league baseball since I was in my twenties and the fan experience in twenty nineteen twenty twenty is so much bigger and fuller and you know there's instant replays and there's you know scores around uh, around the league and there's major league scores I mean you think about all that you can do. You know, it and it might cost you twenty bucks or forty bucks. I mean, you really, it really is quite a, a family value. 
It is. You know, and that's one of the things that minor league baseball continuously promotes is the fact that, you know, you could take your family of four, and I think it, the average is like 60-some dollars for your family of four for a hot dog and a drink and ticket to the game and parking and all that. I mean, it's it, it's ridiculously cheap for a night out on the town with your family. And, you know, you, you can't understate the value of fireworks and giveaways and all the different promotions that we do. And, you know, that's the whole goal is to keep people entertained while they're here. And times have changed with, with sports. You know, no longer you – know, you still get your diehards. You have people that are, are the purists that want to come out and watch baseball. Uh, but they've done a lot of studies on it, and, and, and that's about anywhere from 8 to 12% of your fan base. The rest of your fan base is really made up of the casual fan, the family, the people who are looking for the entertainment. And it's trying to maximize all of your resources to, to know that when someone plunks down their 10 bucks or 12 bucks for a ticket – uh, that they are getting an entertainment experience for that value along with a good, high-quality baseball game. So we got to wave that banner that we're in business this year. This is, this is going to be a great year for baseball at a, basically a brand-new stadium. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're screaming it at the top of our lungs. Because, <laughs> I mean, that, you know, the, the reality is, is that, you know, obviously people talk, and, and one news story can create a snowball effect, and, you know, if one person says the wrong thing, well, it, it, I, I thought the team left. And that, that could not be farther from the truth. There's a lot of exciting things going on down here. Uh, and, and we are committed to Erie. We have been for a long time. Um, and, you know, again, you have to look no farther than our management team. You know, mm-hmm. myself, Greg Coleman, Mark Perillo, Amy McArdle, we've been here together in this. I mean, I've been here since 2006. Greg's been here since 2011. Mark Perillo has been here basically his entire life. Um, so, you know, we have an experienced management team and, and we take what we do very seriously. And we have fought for Erie for a long time. We, we fought like hell to get these renovations. And, and that is, it's all about making the quality of life in Erie better for the community. And, you know, we, we, we try to do that on a year in and year out basis. Uh, and, you know, we just, we need the community support. We need to, we need to show everybody in the baseball world that, that Erie is the place to be for minor league baseball. I, I can't let you go without you mentioning the job fair and the auditions for the anthem. Go. Uh, yeah, this Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Erie Insurance Arena. Uh, we'll be hosting uh, a job fair, open interviews. Uh, so you can come in and interview on the spot. All the details of the jobs are available at seawolves.com. Uh, you can check out our social media channels. I've been tweeting it out. Uh, it seems like every five minutes about the job expo, uh, and then on what are Saturday, some of those? What what are some of those jobs again, Greg? What, what are some of the things that you're looking for? So we are looking for ushers, concession workers, cleanup crew, bat boys, fun zone attendants, team store employees. Uh, we are looking for everything right okay. now. Um, and so that's you know that that's one of the things that that we 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 are going to have to take a step up this year with all the expanded areas in, in the ballpark. Um, and we're going to need more employees. So I would encourage anyone who's looking for a part-time summer job, uh, working in a fun atmosphere, come on out to the job fair. Um, and then if you've got, uh, pi- you got pipes, it's time to sing. Oh, it is time to sing. Yeah, March 14th, we're going to do it at the Mill Creek Mall. It's our national anthem slash public address announcer slash on-field MC tryouts. Uh, so all three of those are, are available for this season. We're looking for... Uh, we're looking for singers, and we got we need people with pipes for uh, for the other jobs. But we're looking for outgoing, energetic. I can't stress enough: energy, energy, energy. That's what we're looking for in those spots. Um, but yeah, Mill Creek Mall, um, ten to two on the fourteenth. It'll be right in the center stage, so you can't miss it. Uh, and we hope to see a lot of people out there that day as well.
Greg Gagne, thank you so much for taking the time to get us totally updated. Yes, I'll uh, reach out and see when we can come down, take some pictures, yeah. and, and and take a look, put the hard hat on. I, I think that would yeah, be a whole lot of fun. You, know, you can't, can't comb your hair that day because i got to put you in a hard hat. But. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Greg Gagne from the Erie Seawolves. You've been listening to The Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast from TalkErie.com. Subscribe to our show on your favorite podcatcher and get involved by emailing joel at talkerie.com. <laughs>